It's showtime. Down the other podcast one by one. That clip is why people make fun of you. This is all just for the radio. And why Mike? We want business to take care of. We are the number one podcast on the internet today. Welcome to yet another episode of WATS, the show thousands of people come to to learn the age-old question, what's the deal with social media? If you can find a show that knows more about social media, I will drive to Gary, Indiana. I'm your host, Carl Hamburger. With me, as always, is Mike Geary, a.k.a. Blind Mike. What's up, Mike? Hello, everybody. Good to be back. Good to see you again, buddy. Um, Some people are saying... I, so, you know, I, I read social media. I read the chat. Some people are saying that hip, I, I, know. I won't read super chats. And those people could take a tackle from T. Higgins because I will read every <laughs> super chat that comes in. We'll probably save it for the end of the show so we don't fuck up our flow. But, hey, if you super chat have been really funny or if you do 20 bucks or more, then I'm willing to break the flow of the show for it. All right? Bro- right is here. basically what Carl is saying. Dare us to read it. <laughs> yeah. See if you can get your super chat read before the end of the show. I want to thank Jackie Spratt, who made the artwork that we use on our YouTube still. I did not give Jackie Spratt credit, yeah. and I was just using it like an a-hole. And I don't want yeah, to be, Carl told me not to mention it, but I was like, hey, we should give this person credit. I don't understand. Well, I don't want people to think that I'm an asshole, Mike. <laughs> God forbid that rumor get out there. I like, uh, on my podcast, we had a guy, I'll give him a shout out, my pal Notorious Gig on Twitter. Um, he made the, the logos for both of my podcasts. Yeah. And he was the nicest guy. He was like, Hey, use this. Don't worry about it. I offered to pay him. He's like, no, I don't want your money. Your money's no good. And then other people took up for him and were like, you scumbag. You didn't even give him credit and pay him. Did you? <laughs> yeah, right. So I would like message him and be like, can I please pay you to get these right. people off my ass? <laughs> or can you just say I paid you? Please just tweet out. Yeah. I gave you tons of money and you're happy. <laughs> Something. You can't satisfy anybody. Well, someone who won't satisfy either of us is Angela Johnson. Now, this is one of your finds. I did not know about this person. Do you want to explain what's going on here? We're going to TikTok first, people. Yeah, so my understanding is, uh, you know, I'm a big stand-up guy. Yeah. And uh, I follow Brendan Schaub a lot on my show. (laughs) And Schaub's one of the most trolled people. He's kind of my stuttering John, you know? Um particularly in the stand-up world, like everybody hates this fucking guy. But apparently the person that gets the brunt of that uh, in the stand-up world on TikTok seems to be Angela Johnson. Now, so, she has 2.9 million followers on TikTok. And a Netflix special. Does anyone I have less mention. than 2 million followers on TikTok? I've yet to find anyone who has... You start with 2 million and <laughs> okay, work your way that up. makes yeah. sense. Well, 2 million in China is like, what, 0. 0.0001% of the population? It's nothing. It's true. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing. <laughs> okay. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and she's got a Netflix special, she which is pretty Netflix wild. special. So I thought she was someone that got famous off TikTok, which she definitely uh, jumped up a level or it helped her out a lot. Uh, her TikTok presence, but apparently she's like one of the early people that went. Vi- she she had a stand up clip go viral in like 2008, which is okay. before it was cool. And then I think she got on Mad TV like towards the end of its run, and she had this Bon Quiqui character. Some people might remember what I'm talking about. 
but then she went away for a while and then resurged on TikTok and has been getting uh put it this way of that 2.9 million followers there's there's at least a million that think like us if okay. that makes sense i'm yeah. glad to hear that because i'm going to play a, a few of these jokes a few of these videos that you've uh, sent over to me but yeah. um i was reading through a lot of the comments and people seem to think that she's funny so let's check this out starting oh, right. with her telling us her name for those of you that don't know or maybe you forgot my name is angela johnson yeah. i'm mexican and native american thank you people always ask me if you're mexican native american how'd you get the last name johnson i'm like hello isn't it obvious i don't know all right, I have a theory on this one. They call those Myers-esque punchlines. <laughs> yeah, right. I have a theory on this one. I don't think that was so much a joke. She just wanted to tell us that she's a non-white. I think that right. was really the goal of that entire bit right there. It's like, by the way, lest you think there's any white blood, none whatsoever. Promise you. Let me get this out of the way. The reason I'm on Netflix, <laughs> yes. as you may know. I also, I hate that setup. People always ask me. Yeah. That's a totally believable setup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everywhere I go, people ask me, how'd you get the last name Johnson? I assume it's your father's surname. I, yeah. I don't think that's a mystery. <laughs> she gets pulled over. Uh, your real ID, please. <laughs> I've seen your act. You're Mexican and Native American. There's no yeah. way your last name is Johnson. And I don't know if you caught this, Carl, but literally she said her name. She said, my name is Angela Johnson. Mm -hmm. And the reaction by the crowd it sounded like Bruce was at the Meadowlands or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was uproarious applause. All right. Here's another one. And uh, you labeled this one. What's the punchline? <laughs> Just a good question. But every now and then they send us to some real cool places. Like uh, recently they sent me to Honolulu, Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, woo. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go tell some jokes right here. Right here. Right here! All right, so... It just I, ends. <laughs> I, I think that that's the comedy rule of threes, but she doesn't really grasp the concept. It's not just like, yeah, just do three of anything, and then it's comedy. Just any threes. Just anything in three. It's, it's hilarious. Triplets are hysterical. <laughs> now, I'll explain to you what I think is going on here. Please. She's semi-attractive and she makes these faces. So I yeah. think she's popular on TikTok because she's cute enough. They like, oh, she's on stage telling jokes and she's kind of cute. So I yes. read through some of the comments underneath this video specifically. Uh, one's like, wow, damn, you're so pretty, kissy face. Oh, God. <laughs> and then there's, uh, she's adorable and an excellent comedian, kissy face, kissy face. <laughs> All right, new idea. We have to go through every OnlyFans account and have Carl read it in that voice. <laughs> and, then, and then there's uh, from Judge or you get judged or don't judge or you get judged. It says, you're amazing, kissy face. Love your videos. And you're such a great comedian, kissy face. Who do these do these guys think she's going to message them and be like, wow, you think I'm amazing? <laughs> that's What's your why, address? That's why simps on social media are fascinating to me. Because what do they <laughs> think is going to come from this? You're 100% right. It's that she's, you know, middling attractive. But also, yeah. she comes from the Chris D'Elia school of, if I repeat it and then start saying it in kind of a funny voice, then it's funny. 
you have to throw the the cadence in there as well. It has to be a wacky tone. Why is it that that works for Chris D'Elia? I don't know why it does, but that's always been his shtick. He never has yeah. any content or jokes, but he does that. No. But it doesn't work for Opie. It doesn't work for Opie at all. Why I know, in a different time. And if <laughs> if young Opie yeah. hit when Chris D'Elia did, you know, maybe young handsome right. Opie, maybe he could have done it. Maybe you're right. Okay, here's uh, here's another one from Angela here. We need a new kitchen table. Ours doesn't fit anymore. It's going to be like $500. He's like, what? I could build that? <laughs> oh. Oh, you could build that? With what tools? <laughs> Do you know where the tools are? <laughs> could you name a tool? Because men are idiots. <laughs> Men be like, I can build a table. And women be like, I have my period. <laughs> Men be like, I'm going to go to work now. And women be like, I have cramps. <laughs> this is the description that Brian Regan is making when he's talking about commercials where the dad is yes. trapped in the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, just, I, I like the idea of like a comedian doing it the reverse way. Men be like, I made a mortgage payment. Women be like, I'm bloated. You know, it doesn't work <laughs> in that way around. It only works... When you're saying that men are idiots. I mean, and something uh, something for you people to keep in mind. I think it's very important to remember. And I meant to say for the last clip, but it applies to this one as well. I am not cutting these. These no, are this is cut her. by her yeah. and post that. She's like, this is the bit I want out there. That's the punchline. Let me read so you some much of the comments. Like, <laughs> much like Tom Myers, it's like, in, I'd love to ask her, what is the punchline or maybe she knows i have to say it funny i have to say tools kind of like this and that's the funny part maybe she's aware of that maybe she's the mexican sebastian maniscalco maybe that's what's going on here you use uber <laughs> uber on the <laughs> app on your phone all right here's some comments underneath there joke Another person says, huh? Another See, person I can't says, read these. It's so good to know the sighted feel like me. Yeah, another person says, did she say a joke? I hear people laughing. <laughs> and finally, I love jokes, though. Sad this vid didn't have any. <laughs> and Netflix, yeah. Netflix really, be, really do be giving comedy specials to anyone with a <laughs> palm That's face. That's the other thing I kept thinking. Like people like Shane Gillis and Joe List, who I think are some of the best comedians in the country, must be watching this. Like I, I'm not on Netflix. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know shit. <laughs> okay. Well, here's a uh, uh, TikTok. This is not her stand up, but you call this a must listen story. I'm already excited. Yeah, this is her off stage. A little taste yes, of her off stage. My random act of kindness this week is that I didn't kill a spider that I very well could have because it was crawling at my arm, the audacity, first of all. I was picking up laundry and it was apparently in the laundry and then it was crawling up my arm and I flicked it off and then I went like that for like 10 minutes and then I just shoot it out the door instead of smushing it because I'm a kind person. But I took a picture of it. Do you wanna see this spider that was crawling up my arm? Yeah, that was crawling up this arm like that. All right, first off. I love that story. <laughs> what a story, Mark. I am call I am calling Bullshit on that story, Mike. That is a wolf spider. There's no way she flicked casually flicked that off her arm and then shoot it out of the house. You don't think a tarantula was crawling up her arm? <laughs> I don't think so, no. 
I'm not buying that one. Also, I don't know about you. I get mad when people don't kill spiders. It's funny you say that, Carl. She actually has a whole bit about this. Oh, no, really? <laughs> I, I wish I let you go just to tell you that you two are having the whole the same observation. <laughs> my my wife doesn't kill spiders. We used to have a cat that didn't kill spiders. I'm doing all the heavy lifting in my household. No well, one else is chipping in on this very important function. You and Angela aren't so different. Home think. ownership. Okay. All right. So I, I didn't realize that she had a whole spider bit going on. I didn't oh, realize yeah, she was cornered the market fan. on spider material. All right. Well, then I'll, I'll let her own that one, I, I suppose. <laughs> Let's get back to her uh, stand-up stuff. Shall we? Yes, please. All right. What is this? What is this one? You call this insightful. Is how you're labeling this one. I, I think, is you know, much I like... Sorry, I was just going to say, much like Carlin and Colin Quinn, I think she, like, she really uh, gets... There's a lot of observations that we otherwise wouldn't have noticed in the world. Ah, yes, I like that. If I was homeless and I lived somewhere where it snowed, I would call the police. <laughs> I would. I would. I'd be like, um, hello, police. Yeah, what kind of crime I got to commit? <laughs> where you will put me in jail from now till about the summertime. It's funny because you don't call the police to get arrested, Mike, get it? Right, you exactly. Wouldn't, you wouldn't call up the, the police and say, I want to get arrested. That's, that's silly. Also, I'm pretty sure there are just homeless people that get arrested to have a place to sleep. I don't even think that's a bit. I think it just yeah. happens. It's a good point. It's <laughs> a good point. I think what you're missing there is that What's really funny about it, again, you have to go back. And if you tell me that uh, Def Jam Comedy mastered this about 35 years ago, I'd say, Carl, you're crazy. She's the first person to ever say police. And that's the real funny part. Well, it's not I how you know, say it. I don't know if you picked up on this, but all of a sudden she has an accent. Now that she's right. homeless, and I find that kind of offensive. All of a sudden oh. she's got this <laughs> Spanish accent going when she's homeless. <laughs> I suspected someday there may be a part two. I didn't even touch the racial humor with Angela Johnson. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it reminds me, I saw Greg Giraldo once, and he had a joke. It was something like, I was so behind on my bills, they started sending my statements in Spanish. And I'm like, that, yeah. that's a funny joke. But he was going for that. Like, this, right. this just seems like she's kind of casually saying, you know, I mean, the way I normally talk, obviously I wouldn't be homeless, so that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And there is, to your point earlier, there's a, just a hint of remember i'm hispanic guys yeah keep that in mind right it's okay for me to say it just yeah. in case you're wondering all right here, well let's keep them going there's there's a lot to get to here i don't want to <laughs> slow us down at all i think it's funny how married couples like to tell you when they're trying to have a baby that's just gross <laughs> like are they just showing off they just want you to know they're doing it it's like, hey, do you guys have any kids yet? No, but we're trying. <laughs> oh. Oh. You asked them. <laughs> you guys have any kids? No, we will soon, though. I don't get Gross. it. <laughs> Why would you tell me that after I asked you? Why is married couples fucking gross to her? I have bad news for her. Virtually all married couples have sex. And Sorry to tell you. And if it's that gross to you, don't ask if they have kids, because either way, there's an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. 
It's either happening soon or it already happened, but it's happening. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. All right, here's another uh, fun one where she does a little tag at the end. I'm approaching the age where I'm going to start getting my clothes the same place I get my groceries. <laughs> Say I won't. Because she really does a lot of different accents, doesn't she? You won't, you bitch. <laughs> you lying bitch. Uh, it's, uh, she's sounding... Very different here than she was earlier. This is her Netflix, this is from her Netflix special. Yes, All code right. switching. The kids call that. Yes, yeah, okay. I'm approaching the age where I'm gonna start getting my clothes the same place I get my groceries. <laughs> Say I won't. You will catch me at Costco. Yes. About to get them Kirkland jeans, them Kirkland socks, that Kirkland body wash. Hey, this Kirkland gang gang, what? Say Kirkland again. I dare you, motherfucker. Why was body wash the kicker on that? Wouldn't that be the least embarrassing thing to buy at a Costco? Body wash? Carl, if you walked into your buddy's house and you saw Kirkland body wash, you'd blow your brains out. It'd be the (laughs) wildest thing you've ever seen in your life. So that punchline was, this Kirkland gang gang what is the punchline? But also, like, I think again, it's Kirkland. Kirkland. He's like saying it a little funny. Is that what? Is what has these people in fucking stitches? I gotta say, this woman makes comedy seem so easy. (laughs) I've seen some of the greats. I've seen George Carlin, Jerry Seinfeld, Dave Chappelle. I never leave there thinking I could be a stand-up comedian. I'm like, holy shit! I don't know how you get to this level. I see this woman. I'm like, I could do that. This is honestly like if your mom had like kind of a funny friend <laughs> right. or if you had like a funny aunt, <laughs> like this is her getting on stage. Holy shit. Okay. I have, I have one more for you. And uh, you wrote in here, could this be a laugh track? This seems a little sweetened. I'm, I'm just wondering yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest about it. I'm a Christian and I'm a comedian, but I'm not a Christian comedian. <laughs> Let me explain. Jokes that are like so Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John walk into a bar. <laughs> Sinners. Wait, she just said she didn't have that joke and then she did. All right, well, I'll let that slide. Let's see where this is going. It's not my style. And, like, a lot of my comic friends, they always tell me, like, oh, you're so conservative, right? And then, like, my Christian friends are like, oh, you're so edgy. <laughs> but, like, I just do me. You know what I mean? Like, I can't be anybody else but me. It's very great. Right? Just do you and do you well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll tell you the truth. I love Jesus, okay? Yes, I do. But I will punch a hoe. What the fuck? <laughs> Listen to that laughter. What the fuck is going it's, on? It is showtime at the Apollo. Oh my God. By the way, I've heard this laughter before. It's on the very last Dane Cook CD. I know where <laughs> she grabbed this from. This is some bullshit. I mean, this is Bernie Mac coming out and saying, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. This was a historic comedy moment, according to this audience. <laughs> Mike, I'm a pretty even-tempered guy, but I will slap a bitch. Pretty good joke. <laughs> All right. So I, I decided to try a little experiment here, okay. Mike. I want to play for you a quick bit from my stand-up routine. 
Okay. Oh, okay, good. And uh, you're going to think like, Carl, you don't do stand-up. Wait until you hear this, then you're going to realize how good I am. <laughs> All right. You guys, uh, you guys like impressions? Okay. All right. How about this? What if The Tonight Show didn't go to Jay Leno from Johnny Carson, but instead the host of The Tonight Show became Mike Tyson? think it would sound a little something like this. Hey, did you guys see this? Hey, did you guys hear about this? Yeah, true story. Did you guys hear about this story? Did you guys hear about this? Did you guys see this? <laughs> now you'll notice, Wait, Mike. That that's that was, how easy comedy is. I'm just such an a, idiot. That was a terrible bit. And yet it I sounded have, like people were losing their minds over it. I have, I have studied comedy for many years, and I didn't realize that's literally all you have to do. You had me in stitches there. Dude, I put that together 15 minutes before we started the show just now. I'm like, oh, I can probably put something together like that. That's I mean, how easy Mike Tyson it is. did? At that time, that would have been crazy. If yeah, Mike you got to hear about this? You got to see this? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. All right. Let's move over to Twitter because right. uh, there, there was an interesting thing that happened to a uh, – newscaster a sportscaster yes gary gary han yeah this happens every every so often i guess because there's just such old guys in broadcasting Damn. still like the great one was tom brenneman obviously <laughs> yes right but like every once in a while there's a uh broadcaster that like i guess for just forgets he's on mic or something i don't know but i'm just surprised he would throw this out there okay so let's listen to it first and then then we can discuss this okay because he, all right, so I should read this. So it says, here's what got NCSU announcer Gary Hand immediately and indefinitely suspended after today's broadcast. All right. It's the Sun Bowl. And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. That's with 11.15 to go in the second quarter. Let's go to the sidelines. Tony Haynes. Well, NC State, uh, not a lot of depth in the second. All right. So he said, amongst all the illegal aliens. Right. Right. And my thought is this when I heard this, if you're okay. going to get suspended, you got to say something way more fun than that. You know, like, like holy shit, this place is filled with fence jumpers. Can you believe yeah. it? Yeah. Really get your take out there. A like, lot of know. undocumented Democrats down here in El Paso. <laughs> But that's my favorite thing about broadcasters in general is the next guy doesn't even acknowledge it. He's like, well, the report from down here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you want to you take that one again, buddy, before you send it to me? Or what are we doing? Hey, it looks like someone ordered a family pack of backdoor fajitas. <laughs> we have made contact with Mexta Terrestrials. Yes, the backs are wet down on the field this afternoon. <laughs> Look at all the door of the explorers here. <laughs> in El Paso. This is a rare sight right here. Uh, all right. Let's, we're having too much fun. Okay. Let's get into my beloved Buffalo Bills. Yes, Everybody please. saw what happened on Monday Night Football. The, the game of the season happening. DeMar Hamlin goes down. Cardiac arrest. Dies on the field. Yeah. Very tragic event. Obviously, they suspended the game. Sent everybody home. Now, can I just ask how many times in the hamburger house was it said, like, listen, I know the guy is in rough shape, but like, it's the it's the one seed we're talking about here. You know, it's funny because I got a, a 
text from someone who does a radio show that I won't mention his name that asked me the exact same thing. And we always have a big gathering at my house for Bills games. We had a lot of people over. There okay. wasn't a single person who's just like, all right, scrape them off the field and let's go. Yeah, let's move it along here. No, none of us were none of us were saying that. It Drag was, this carcass was, off the field. It was pretty devastating, to be honest with you. I can imagine, yeah. But um, you know who wasn't too upset about it is Skip Bayless. Now, That's right. let's talk about Skip Bayless. He's a bit of a clown. All right. He certainly is. He certainly is. So this is what he tweeted out. And this was actually while they were kind of talking about suspending the game. He goes, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems irrelevant. So now, that last sentence is, to be fair, like yes. where I kind of defend him. Yes. It's, by the way, this is not offensive in any single way. He's right about all of this. And this is why I set this up by saying we are all pretty distraught when this yeah. happened, but I didn't find this offensive at all. He's like, this is a, a very important game for the seeding of the playoffs for a multitude of reasons. I mean, let's not forget people's fantasy football leagues. We're playing the Super Bowl. We got yeah. two of the best quarterbacks and wide receivers going. And even even when I read it, I kind of wanted to at first be like, hey, look at this idiot, Skip Bayless. But then I saw everyone like, kill yourself, scumbag. And I was like, whoa, all right, I'm laying off. Everyone <laughs> wanted him fired for this. Yeah. Which explains why he comes onto a show undisputed the next day. Now, he does a show with Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp did not show up the next morning. Right. Which is good for him, man. Oh, my God. Straight. Watching that ESPN broadcast, those poor people, they're like, it was like hot potato. They're they're like, each person's just like, oh, well, what do you think about that? I can't, I don't have any words for it. Back to you. Like, fuck. Can you, can you fill 20 seconds for me, please? It's so weird. <laughs> and this is why the internet in general sucks, because if you were following Twitter la- that night, it was all like people like Skip Bayless saying, what are the playoff implications? Yep. And then other people saying like, hey, fuck you for saying that. <laughs> yeah. And other people saying ESPN's handling it great. And other people saying ESPN's handling it terrible. It's like a man is dying. <laughs> a man, man has died multiple times <laughs> on the field. So, all right, let's check this out. This Allow is... me to say up front that I apologize for what we're going to set out to do here today if it offends anyone because we're we're going to try to do the show pretty much as we usually do the show but i'll admit up front now this is where i call bullshit I'm still shook up by what happened last night i know he's so shook up meanwhile he's going wait how are they going to play this game there's only one week to go and then we're in the playoffs how is he he's basically to figure this one out He's about to tell you that, yeah, last night he was wondering how the playoffs going to shake out. This morning, he, him and DeMar Hamlin's mom, same level of sadness. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't fly to the hospital to be by his bedside the way how upset he is at this. And this is why you have to call bullshit because then the next day, Shannon Sharp comes back into the studio and he, well, wants, he wants to give Skip a piece of his mind here. Can I just say this? For, I want to throw yeah. this out there. That I don't think this is th- this is about more than that tweet. I think these two guys just don't like each other because I think both probably both of them are difficult to work with. But this is the type of guy Skip Bayless is. Just to give you a little bit about his Twitter background, yeah, he has one of my favorite moments in internet history. Okay, when um, like you know, uh, Stuttering John has done this ten million times, but Skip Bayless is one of the first that I can remember that tweeted some hot take from his regular Twitter account. And then replied 
you the man, Skip! Exclamation oh, yeah. point. And everyone realized very quickly, <laughs> Skip Bayless is complimenting himself on Twitter. Whoops. It's so sad. It's such a Zumakian thing to do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I wanted to say that I think this might seem staged. Now, you're saying that this is real. These guys don't I think like it's each very other. real. Okay, uh, we'll see. Let's let's take a look because see like this is a setup. Shannon, I understand. Have something you want to share this morning? Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation of why I wasn't on air yesterday, and I won't get into speculation or conjecture or innuendo, but I will say this: in watching that game on Monday night, uh, what happened to Demar Hamlin struck me a little different. Um, as a brotherhood in the NFL, when injuries happen, when we know injuries are a part of the game, I've seen guys suffer ACLs and Achilles tear, but I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. So it struck me a little differently because I remember seeing my brother paralyzed on the field temporarily, and he was able to regain focus. Um, Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, uh, and, and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it. Well, yep. Time out. Time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I stand by okay. what I tweeted. Skip, let me okay. finish. Let me, All right. Okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead. Let's go, Jen. Okay. I mean, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting okay. me. Well, you could have came back. Skip, well, I thought, Skip, just let me. I, I didn't I, know I, you I were going to bring no, up No, this. I was just going to say, Skip, I didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where DeMar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not get into, okay. your, not get into your, uh, your tweet. That's what I was going to do. But you can't even let me finish my opening monologue. This right here, by the way, what you're about to hear is where Skip Bales really looks like a pussy. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody here had a problem with no, that tweet. No. Oh, so this was a conversation <laughs> that was had before the show. Yeah. And you hear Shannon very passive aggressively go, I hope Skip takes that tweet down and try yes. to move on. Yeah. And that's where I was like, good for Skip for saying, I'm not going to take it down. What are you talking about? And by the way, what would that do? What would that do? That tweet is everywhere. Everyone's the second you hit delete, that. are we all like, what yeah. the fuck did he say again? Nah, okay, well, I, I don't remember. <laughs> moving on. You know the internet, we're always like, moving on. <laughs> Next. <laughs> clearly, the bosses wanted you to offer explanations, so clearly. No, they did not have. The, nobody. Let's go, Jen. All right, so that, that Jan is just is moving on. He's, he's, oh, My no, favorite I, part is. The, uh, then Jan, whoever the woman he's yeah. referring to, just goes, uh, has no idea what to say. And she goes, well, thoughts and prayers to DeMar Hamlin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so brutal. All right. You know whose take I want on DeMar Hamlin? And tell me. that would be. Hey, Twitter world. This is yours truly. Hello, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. Hello, Twitter world. This is uh, yours truly. That's right. The greatest tweeter of all time. OJ. Simpson, let's see what he's talking about over here. I'm doing this was this was such a serious moment, by the way, that he didn't even make a video. I know. I was going to say I didn't know that he actually tweeted with text before. I've never seen. I that. know. I don't think he has. He says, "I'm doing the only thing we all should be doing right now: praying for this young man." So first, I I sent you this one because I thought it was hysterical yeah. that it's OJ. Yeah. Which the comments are usually better than the tweet itself, but. This was something I saw all night. Like, J.J. Watt tweeted, um, he was like, please, 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 please be okay. Ugh. And it's like, well, what do you, 
what do you think that's going to do? <laughs> right. That's <virtue laughs> You're going to Twitter. So we all go, wow, JJ is compassionate. Right. You know what I mean? That was the, everyone wanted to be part of this, which is the real sick thing. Well, here are my favorite comments underneath this one. Cause the first one that shows up here from Tom Likas, he, he, he says, <laughs> uh, they should continue the game and take another stab at it. Right. OJ. <laughs> and then someone People else never cease to work stab puns <laughs> into OJ's replies. Someone else wrote, indeed, all life is precious. <laughs> I mean, I just OJ, how does he not know that this is gonna get <laughs> torn apart? He doesn't mind. He's an innocent man who lives his life peacefully, you know? God, he might have convinced himself that he didn't do it. Because that is the way he lives his life, which is very impressive. I think at this point you have to. Although in that OJ documentary, they were like, sometimes you just sit in his backyard and be like, you know what? Maybe I did do it. <laughs> People are like, did you? And he's like, nah. <laughs> jury's out. Actually, no, that's right. The jury's back in. I didn't do it. <laughs> so this is, um, this is another one that says, three teachers died at Shepherd Hill when I taught there. I was in school the next day because I had to be. So this was just for context. This was a, a turtle boy who's like a very good journalistic blogger yeah. here in Massachusetts. And we actually talked to him on the Kirk Manahan show the other day and he explained himself. And after the conversation, I was like, well, that's why you don't do this shit on Twitter <laughs> because having talked to him, he seemed much more level headed, but this is an argument where like he goes on Twitter and he's like, basically like, Hey, you know, would well, be let, me, let me read you the, the context. In line. <laughs> let me read you the yeah. context. He says, "Do you think Hamlin wants his team to sacrifice the bye in home field? Will his health improve if they don't play the game at all? You can't move this to Wednesday or Thursday. They play again on Sunday. Grow up and face the actual reality here instead of virtue signaling. Grow and, up, right, grow, <laughs> grow up. A grow, your, your buddy just died in front of you. Grow up and go play the game, asshole. Yeah, what are you going to cry about death? <laughs> Come and, on. and then the response was, if a member of your family gets in a serious car accident tonight, I expect you to be at work for." First thing in the morning, and that's when he said three teachers died where he worked and he went to school. Now, here's the difference, though. This is what this is what this yeah. guy doesn't understand: right. is that teachers dying, who gives a fuck? We're talking about a defensive back for the Buffalo Bills, a starter. This is a starting defensive a back. Potential for Bills. one seed. Does yes. he not get it? Right. This is an important person in this world. A very important person. How well, the point I made to, the point I made to Turtle Boy was. Did the teachers die in the classroom and you guys just kept going? <laughs> and of course he said, no, that wasn't, that wasn't the scenario. Oh, I have to break this for David Chandler with a hundred dollars. Thank you, David. Love this guy. He said, Chandler's the man. I know. I, I'm a big fan of his. He said, what if instead of Carl hosting WATS, it was Mike Tyson instead? Hey guys, did you see these, these clips from YouTube? You guys see these? My Mike, is that you? <laughs> hey, Mike, give me, I'm a gearhead. What, hey. what did you do with Carl? <laughs> All right, now I'm offended. Um, this is the last uh, clip or link that you sent me to talk yes. about this, and this is from Reddit. Yeah, so I tried to give all the categories of tweets from that night. People, you know, making it about themselves, um, people trying to be like tough guys and this was the craziest of the categories people who somehow made it about the vaccine yes a quickly deleted tweet about demar hamlin and covid vaccines this is from mindy robinson i heart mindy is her handle and it says if he wasn't even hit that hard and he just stands up and drops I hate that I live in a world world-class athletes are dropping on the field for reason, and no one wants to talk about how this never happened before the vax. 
I mean, just fucking proofread your shit, people. I, I well, understand you got a hot take on the bags, but Carl's hung up on grammar. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I have no, to- I have nothing to say about this one, Mike. I don't know what you're trying to do, trying to get me to have no co-hosts ever again on my show. But I'm not, I'm not touching this one. <laughs> oh, that's true. I forget. Everyone in Carl's world is like, yeah, it didn't happen before the vaccine. <laughs> I'm not touching this one, buddy. I forgot. I'm you kidding me. You're, everything that happens now is because for the first time. I don't have a say either way. Who knows? Who knows what's right, going fair. on? I tried people, but he's uh, <laughs> he's he's all right now. This guy. I think uh, God struck him with lightning. Is what happened. <laughs> all right. This is um, switching gears. This is from Flutterdashy sixty four. Sent me this one in, and because okay. we were playing the one that Doug from the Jingles Department sent, where it was just like really bad singing. A music video. Oh, right. This, right, right. this one's hilarious. This is karaoke. It seems to be a uh, husband and wife who, I don't know if, um, it, it reminds me of, there used to be at the mall or amusement parks, they would have like this little video booth and you could like create your own music video. And at the end of it, they like hand you the DVD or VHS tape yes, or whatever it was. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hey, you could be on television doing a music video. So that's what this uh, looks like. And they are covering Chop Suey, System of a Down. This is not a very easy karaoke song to pull off. Okay. And they prove how difficult it actually is. <laughs> the real great adventures of death. And Bob. Paul Wager. There you go. Oh, I should mention Bev and Bob's style of music has 67,000 subscribers on YouTube. So maybe this really? is a bit of a phenomenon. I didn't even realize. Oh, wow. All right. I'm going to fast forward because this has a long intro. We know we know how the song goes, right? Let's get right to the sure. uh, let's get right to the singing. It sounds like a South Park character. <laughs> I wrote down, why does this remind me of Brett Hatley and his wife? <laughs> I wish you could see this guy's demeanor. He thinks he's killing it. He is standing with his head held high, with shoulders back, like, oh, yeah, I just nailed that fucking verse. What I can't believe now is, like, if you didn't preempt this, I would have said, Carl, it's very mean that you went into these people's home videos. (laughs) I know. This has views on YouTube? (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, this has two two million views. (laughs) Okay. I guess I was the first one to find this. They say uh, Caitlin Hatley. I meant Wendy the retard. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Jan Terry to me, if you know that. Legally, are these people allowed to get married? You know what I mean? <laughs> Which state are we talking about? Arkansas? <laughs> if they're in Arkansas, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not quite sure about that. All right, Mike. It's time for the segment that nobody is asking for. Carl's Facebook feed. Carl's Facebook feed. Carl's Facebook feed. Carl's 
That's right. This is where I check out my Facebook feed. And remember why I never check out my Facebook feed anymore. Because it's depressing and ridiculous. A family member just posted, reading challenge, read 12 books recommended by 12 friends. And she says, I'll take the first 12 listed by 12 different people in the comments. Only rules are you can only make one recommendation and it must be a book that you have read and loved. If you've already read, if I've already read one of the first 12 recommendations, I'll go to the next one listed. Send me the titles. Hey, lady, how about a little less rules? I stopped reading a while ago. (laughs) What I love about this is one of the comments underneath it. Someone suggested that she read Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Album. (laughs) Have fun with that one. (laughs) It's all just the most generic. Like, have you ever heard of uh, Catcher in the Rye? Are you familiar? (laughs) Right. Pretty pretty good book. Uh, (laughs) War and Peace. You should read that one. I'll see you in 2024. (laughs) Have fun. Now, I personally find Facebook to be a waste of time, but imagine asking Facebook how to spend 120 hours of your life. Hey, Facebook, how should I spend February? <laughs> That's where you wish regular people got the comments that people with a lot of followers get. Like, fuck you. <laughs> right. I know. Okay. All right. So you, that's a brilliant idea. What we need to do is we need to combine Facebook and Reddit. We need to somehow yes. get the, the Reddit people responding <laughs> to all these Facebook posts. Yeah, guys, any suggestions? It's all just gay. <laughs> 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 All right. And then another family member wrote, uh, goodbye, 2022. You took some of my friends, three close ones. Carol, Jesus. we shared info. That's the end of the Carol section of this. Nancy. <laughs> you can call me always at 7 a.m. Sat together at the center. Now, no 7 a.m. calls. All right, oh, that's man. Nancy. Now it's on to Mike. Mike, we had so much fun. Went to concerts, danced at Charlotte, out for dinner, karaoke, ice cream fest, Naples fest, your first one. We filled in as you were the DJ, church dinners, casino, board games, card games, clowning at Texas Roadhouse for the little girl's birthday there. The mom loved her sword. I could go on and on. So now, now you may, I know you didn't. So now you make them laugh in heaven. You are missed. Gone unexpected and too young. Well, thank you for that. I feel like Carol wasn't that good of a friend. Yeah. <laughs> tell, no, no one tell this bitch I'm alive, by the way. I just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Mike wrote this. Today we are devastated by the sudden loss of Sebastian Marino. Seb was one of those rare people that was loved by everyone that knew him. He was without question the fifth member of Uncle Plum. By the way, Uncle Plum was a very big um, covers band here in Rochester. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was without a question the fifth member of Uncle Plum. And I don't think we could have been anywhere near as successful without his friendship and expertise. He was their sound guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think someone else could have probably rolled the levels of the backing vocals just fine, but okay. Yeah. I don't, you never want to so. be you never want to be the honorary you know X yeah. number member, right? <laughs> oh, he's the, he's the fifth Beatle. Uh, that's too bad because they stopped paying out after four. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the top four is who got all the money in that one. Damn it, you just missed. <laughs> uh, and then it ends with this, this is long. It goes on and on and on. And it just says, uh, love and condolences to his wife and four children. Love you, brother, until we meet again. And this is why I don't go on Facebook, Mike. It's a bit depressing. I like like everyone knowing that everyone that knows Carl finding out like, hey, man, like my aunt died and you just read it to everybody. I don't understand. (laughs) 
I didn't use the C word this time. Come on. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm getting better. Cut me some slack. All right. One of my favorite things to talk about is fat women, as you know. Yes, I do know. Yeah. What was and... the what was the girl's name? That fat podcast? Oh, um Ash. Ash. Yes. Yes. This, this, this segment was inspired by her. I we haven't talked about mind. Ash in a little while. Uh, all yeah. I've been thinking about is the financial feminist Tori Dunlap, who I just got her book. She just put out her uh, financial feminist book, and oh. uh, she was making the rounds. She was on morning shows. Good Morning America. She has gotten so fat. Oh, really? So, yeah, she's she's a monster. You should recommend her book on Facebook. Yes. Maybe I'll make my sister read that. <laughs> my sister. I mean, a family member. Whoops. <laughs> Whoever that bitch is. Whoever. Could have been, could have been anyone. Could have been anyone, sister. All right. Moving on. This is a fun thing that you found on Twitter. And this is coming in from a Twitter user known as Leah. And Leah says, the term obese is a slur because it is used to dehumanize us and harass us. It's not because our feelings are hurt by an accurate description. It is an outdated term that does more harm than good. And as such, it should be eradicated. That's it. Yeah, so there's a struggle we have had. And I'm part of the disabled community, as you know. Yeah. And fat people and disabled... Actually, I guess I'm part of both communities. (laughs) Fat people and disabled people have had a hard time comparing their plight to that of other races. Yeah. Like black people, for example. But we want to kind of get in on the fun. The only issue is the only words we have to go off of are medical terms. (laughs) So we're like, this is a slur. And doctors are like, I guess. I don't know. How else are we going to define it? Honestly, if they want to take words away, like obese, you can't say obese anymore. I'm fine with that. As long as we can still say like fugly and salad dodger and Wisconsin skinny. As long as the fun words. I am a fat cunt. I am not obese. (laughs) (laughs) I will not be shamed. So then she, uh, she puts some comments underneath this and she writes obese with a star for the E, because now she can't even write the word. Obese is a slur because it's a term used to degrade and dehumanize in everyday lingo and medical spaces to trivialize our care and treatment. Never denied it was a medical term. There are so many other terms that are medical, but offensive. Stay mad fat phobes. What do you mean there's other medical terms that are offensive? I like the ideas of doctors getting together. Like, you got any obese bitches today? (laughs) I got one morbidly obese. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, this seems to be making the rounds in bigoted circles. Fat people have always existed and will always exist. Now, (laughs) hold on a second. Uh, Fat people have always existed? Is there like an an archaeologist that's digging up like big bones? And going, whoa, it's the first obese person from 20,000 BC. Yeah, before we could find food, we were still morbidly <laughs> <Yeah>. obese. <laughs> it doesn't make, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. The, the, the thing that I have a problem with in this uh, obese community where they're constantly justifying their ridiculous behavior, mm-hmm. the amount of work they do to justify being fat, like they could just get deal a meal. It would be less work. <laughs> and we're not going anywhere. There will always be obese people. Uh, okay. All right. So we're still on uh, Twitter. We're still talking about obesity, and let's see uh, let's see what this one, what this post says. This says, the term obese is four things, a slur, violent, dehumanizing, it's anti-black. 
Call, wait, could, Carl, do me a favor. Call me obese real quick. You're obese. Ouch. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was, <laughs> that was pretty violent. I, I, was, I was under the impression that silence was violence. That's what I thought. I well, didn't think it turns a, out the noise is also violence. <laughs> See, the only reason to get it to stick, though, is it's got to rhyme. I think that she should say obesity is to cease. Ooh. Right? I like that. Yeah. yeah that, you that's get on march with these people. <laughs> I'll make a sign. I don't give won't a fuck. won't get very far. I but... got a Sharpie. You think I'm afraid? <laughs> think I'm afraid to make a sign? I don't think this is real, by the way. I don't know if it is or not. I mean, these, there are people this fucking crazy. The idea that obese is anti-black is some of the most offensive things. It's one of the most offensive things you can write, I would imagine. Yeah, there are, there are some people that are just, like, trolling for sure. Yeah. And then there's other people, like your friend Ash, that are definitely part of that community. Where oh, it's yeah. like, how, how dare you have a word for that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, also, by the way, saying that obese is a slur only makes me want to say it more. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it is? Hey, it makes me want to go through medical journals and find other words for fat people. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You think you'll stop me. <laughs> All right. And then uh, we got a interesting thing that happened on Reddit. This is actually, I think we're going in a different direction here. Okay. An indie author, self-published author, faked oh, her yeah. own death for pity and then almost immediately created a new profile to work her own to work her own Facebook fan group. Two years later, she got bored of the ruse and came back on her own profile to say she was alive. <laughs> now, I have to tell you, I've been in marketing for 20 years. This is brilliant. I can't it believe I never thought of this. It really is. I think this is what John Melendez tried to do. Yes, yeah. He just fucked up and forgot to tell everyone he was dead. <laughs> All right. So this is the message that went out from the ward it says please share before susan meachin passed away she had written her last book well i would hope they would be her la it wouldn't be like her third to last book that would give away the the fake here you know <laughs> it'd be too suspicious if they said that she had written her last book love to last a lifetime she wanted to have it published by her daughter's wedding why <laughs> who cares if it's published by your daughter's what are they gonna read it at the wedding who cares yeah what would be the significance of that <laughs> folks i'd like to make a toast uh my book is now available on amazon why would that matter <laughs> but again this is the brilliant marketing it's like people like daughter's weddings people get sad people commit suicide we're gonna sell some books people right this is all gonna work all right uh so then she says this is it it is on pre-order now for a dollar 99 release date is october 30th there's an amazon link and all this information about the book. And then fast forward two years later, and this is Susan Meachin. I debated how to do this a million times, and I'm still not sure it's right or not. There's going to be tons of questions and a lot of people leaving the group, I'd guess. But my family did what they thought was best for me, and I can't fault them for it. I almost died again at my own hand when they had when they had to go through all that hell again. Returning to the war doesn't mean much but I'm in a good place now and I'm hoping to write again. Let the fun begin. When she said again, does she think she died the first time? Right. That's, <laughs> that's what I was confused by. I almost died again. Did she try to kill herself? And the family's like, let's pretend you were successful. And let's see where that goes. Cause that's what she's implying here. Right. All right, guys, I swear I'm dying this time. Anyways, I have a new book out in February, but I swear I'm dying. I like that after faking her death and scamming people for two years, she comes back. She's like, yo, you guys mad at me? <laughs> you guys mad at me? Come on. Come I on. I understand if a few of you leave. But... <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's not get mad now. Um, all right. So 
Mike does a lot of the prep work for the show, and I appreciate that. He does a great job. Don't blame me for that. But there are some things that I need to take the reins on. And sure. one of those things is when a pretty girl becomes famous because yes. they show her for three <laughs> seconds on television. <laughs> yes. There was an Ohio State fan at the Peach Bowl known as Peach Bowl Girl. She right. was on TV for, I kid you not, three seconds, and the internet blew up. Who the fuck is this chick? It's crazy. It only <laughs> happens at college football games, and it always happens at college yes. football games. Yes, it's usually, oh, no, the New York Post took down the fucking article. Oh, no. <laughs> Why did that happen? I was just looking at it an hour ago. Okay, well, whatever. I'll, I'll explain it to you. But a few, like a few years ago, I forget if it was AJ McCarron's girlfriend or sister or something, Brady Quinn's sister. And I, I remember one of them, Brent Musburger, came yes. his pants. Well, that that was the um, quarterback's girlfriend. Yeah, that he lost his mind over. The yeah. uh, quarterback's girlfriend's usually pretty attractive at these games. And it makes uh, sense. So this is Peach Bowl girl Catherine Gerd was yes. distraught during viral moment. This is the New York Post article, and there's the photo of uh, this very attractive girl when we saw her on TV. So you know what that means, Mike? It means people are going to try to find her on Instagram and TikTok. And here come the simps. The simps are out in full force. (laughs) Yeah. So I just went to her Instagram and pulled up a recent. She's not that active on here, but this is one from Halloween. She's got her little Halloween costume on. She's got some blood dripping from her lip. And uh, let's read let's read some of these comments. I'd love to. No wonder she got famous. Catherine Gerd is one of the most beautiful people in the world. <laughs> you are so beautiful. And then Daniel says, "Mommy." Oh God. <laughs> yeah, and Chef Dog ninety five says, "Gorgeous." Followed by Biz Babe saying, "Yummy." Now that. <laughs> Oh, gorgeous, I almost don't mind. It's mommy and yummy. Yeah, <laughs> it's bothersome. fucking gross. Uh, then the, the uh, best part best part about the terrible ending was seeing those beautiful eyes. Thank you from everyone who watched the game. Do you think these guys are like, I, I bet she read that. Like, do you think do you think she'll reach out? Like, what is the end game? Here? Oh, I guarantee this is followed by six or seven attempts at DMing her. I, I guarantee sure. it. I really, really just wanted to say, I know I love to comment, but I really just wanted to say again, you are gorgeous. I'm just, I'm just gonna slide into her DMs. <laughs> that that'll work. She's pretty attractive. Though. I'll give him that. All right, let's get some advice going, shall we? Sure. I th- I like this little uh, segment that we do. Okay. I think that we need a stinger or a jingle or something. Yes. For this, yes. give us an advice stinger. And if anyone knows, so I've been going to r slash advice on Reddit. That's the best for just kind of an eclectic mix of questions. But if anyone has suggestions for good, like rabbit holes to go down on Reddit, um, different subgenres of advice, I'd be happy to take a look. So send them my way. All right. Let's talk about Ashamed Anonymous who posted this. I, 18-year-old female, found my boyfriend's 19-year-old male piss bag. All right. I usually stay at my boyfriend's, but I was going to meet my friend, so I asked my boyfriend to drive me home. When I realized I forgot my phone in his room, I told him he could wait in the car while I get it. I go into his room, looking everywhere with no sign of it. That's when I decided to look under his bed. His nephew, 17-year-old male, was looking with me when I checked under the bed. That's when it happened. There was a yellow Ziploc bag that looked to be full of some unknown liquid. I poke it, 
and then ask his nephew if he knows what it is. He picks it up, and that's the moment we realize this was most likely piss. Jesus. His nephew is absolutely disgusted, and so was I, to be honest. But, <laughs> gang, I'm going to go ahead and break the fourth wall. I'm going to be honest with you here. But I still want to give my disgusted. boyfriend the benefit of the doubt. Because the idea of me sleeping above a bag of piss wasn't something I found exciting. You're not into that? Okay. Each their own, I guess. When I enter the car with no phone and a confused and grossed out expression, my boyfriend, of fucking course, asked me what was on my mind. I tell him I found his little contraption and ask him if there was piss in the bag. He gets defensive immediately. He tells me most men have a piss shut, bag. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> he tells me most men have a piss bag. And then I'm being insanely dramatic for telling him to maybe not do that. I want to express how insanely disgusting this is, but he's absolutely convinced me that I'm dramatic and he's perfectly normal. How do I handle this? Now, first my, off. My, my favorite part is it's such a guy move to be like, Every, Derek, you have a piss bag, right? All my boys have piss <laughs> we bags. All piss bags, you, you prude nerd. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty much like the, the Billy Madison, like, everyone pees their pants. It's the coolest. <laughs> You're not going to convince an 18 year old girl of that. It's pretty stupid. And I might have a slightly odd angle on this. Of course, I think pissing in your room anywhere is weird. Yeah. But the bag is the oddest part to me because I've heard of people pissing in like jars or weird shit like that yeah but the bag seems very inconvenient well i think pissing in a bag is, is gross i mean i do have a shit bucket in my room yeah but right. i think that's no, normal, that's right? what i'm saying yeah, yes right that's a shit bucket. It's, it's the bag that i'm focused <laughs> yeah on. i mean it fills up you chuck it out the window you move on i think that's what <laughs> we all do the problem here is that this guy is terrible at hiding his piss bag like it's right. gonna get found into the bad body you gotta do a better job than that you got to do a better job at hiding it. And also you have to, if you are going to have a piss bag, you have to have an excuse at the ready. Like, oh, I've been collecting it for, it's, it, you know, I need the nutrients or something. Oh, no, no, no. The doctor told me he's going to need a very big sample. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Take it up. Take it up with the fucking internist. I don't know. I don't get I'm, it either. I'm sorry. Where's your medical degree? <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go to another one. This is where I would go if I had that happen to me. I'd go right to Reddit. <laughs> say, Certainly, yeah. Guys... Oh, that's the other thing, sweetheart. If you're listening, yeah, Again. break up with the guy. He's a creep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, someone in the chat says it's an alcoholic thing, and I will tell you, no, I, I'm able to get to the bathroom. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've never been that. so. I've been drunk enough that I pulled out my dick and thought I was at a toilet, sure. and I certainly wasn't. Yes, <laughs> but, <laughs> I wouldn't have the wherewithal to grab a bag and then zip but, it back up again. Yeah, I'm not keeping it for my collection. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I have a person in my friend group who is ableist. Is the title of this one? I am currently in the same friend group as a girl who is an ableist, and I don't know what to do. She constantly mocks people with speech impediments and people with Down syndrome and many more. In the this group girl sounds chat, like a hoot. Oh, my. Dude, yeah, I wrote that exact note. This woman <laughs> sounds like a hoot. I'm like, how do I get into this friend group? This is awesome. Right. <laughs> my friends are all concerned about Buffalo Bills players dying. I want to get into this friend group. This sounds more fun. Oh, imagine the noises she'd be making when DeMar Hamlin was on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> in the group chat she constantly sends videos of a sweet girl with down syndrome from tiktok and mocks the way the girl speaks 
when she makes these jokes, I can't find the guts to say anything. But myself and the others just turn our heads and tell her that she can't say such things. But she continues mocking the poor girl. Whenever she does this, the atmosphere gets uncomfortable. And I never reply to the videos of that girl. I'm scared that if I say something, my friends will all leave me. But I, too, have morals. And I feel like the things that she says get way too out of hand. What should I do? What should you do? Tell her to co-host WATP. I would love to talk to this girl. She sounds like so much fun. She probably has some good suggestions for shows to make fun of. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Why don't you listen to Ray Charles over here? Oh, yeah. Why don't you dish out some advice? <laughs> oh, man. She'd be so mean to me. <laughs> Come on, two eyes. What do you got? <laughs> but I like, I like, essentially, the question, if you can boil it down, is I'm friends with a person I don't like, and I don't get right. along with them. What should and, I do? <laughs> by the way, she's in our friend group. None of us like her. And if, if I say I don't like her, then I won't be in the friend group anymore. That that's, makes no sense. Yeah, either you do like everyone does with their asshole friend. You tolerate them, maybe bust their balls a little bit, or you lose contact slowly. No, 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 It's 2023 now, Mike. What you do is you screen capture an offensive thing they wrote, and then you post that wherever yeah. they're employed or going to school, whatever oh, the case may be. You want to get, get I got them fired. It. I got it, young lady. <laughs> send it to their boss. Yes, you send that's it to their weird. boss. You get, yeah, that's all you have to do. Anonymously. That's what everybody's doing these days. Just get them canceled from life. Right. <laughs> That's how to seek revenge. <laughs> All right. This one you labeled, I'd bear, I'd like to barely work. And unfortunately, this one has been taken yes. down. It says, feeling oh, trapped in life, it. worried about future, please help. Uh, sorry, this post was deleted by the person who originally posted it. Can you give us the gist? Do you remember what this was? Yeah. So basically, it was like, hey, I'm 30 years old. Um, my, I, my parents kind of fund everything. I live with my parents. And, you know, that's how I'm able to live with no job or anything. But I'm starting to worry I'm a bit of a loser and I'm falling behind in life. So here kind of my, you know, what I'm looking for. I'd like to work six to nine hours a week. <laughs> and they had all these limitations on what they were willing to do. Yeah. So it was essentially like, guys, I think I might be a loser. How can I barely, how can I scrape by by technically saying I work? It's still not working. Can I guess the gender of this person? I'm going to say uh, female. I'm going to guess this is a woman who posted this. I could, you know, I think it was a guy. What? But I'm not sure. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it might have been outrageous. a guy. I know, I'm sorry. No, this is outrageous. I, oh. I was just like, well, yeah, of course, did that person posted this thing. I yeah. No, it was a loss <laughs> for the boys, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> By the way, I everyone feels that way. Just so you know, I've talked about it before. There's a book called The Four Hour Work Week. Yeah. Check that out. Pretty much, I'll sum it up for you. Outsource all of your responsibilities to India is basically right. what that book tells you to do. It's like, yeah, rather than do the work, like make somebody else do it for like way less money than what you make. Yeah. Start a podcast and dupe a few people into leaving super chats, which we are accepting. By hey, the way, so keep the super chats coming. <laughs> We're. Uh, we're getting near the end. We're at the uh, one hour mark of the show. We like to keep it a tight 60 minutes on yes. this program. But I do have one more advice column that's uh, that's pretty fun. I enjoyed this one. Could my fiance be gay? Oh, we're, yeah. we're off to a good right. start. <laughs> okay. So let me read. Well, yeah, go Carl, ahead. it's very, there's very subtle and nuanced evidence. I'm not sure frankly if this right. gentleman is gay. let me read this and then we'll figure it out all right so so panic is setting in as we're getting married soon we've been together for nine years i have found gay porn on his phone in the past but i've never addressed it 
If it's simply browsing, I don't want to create shame around curiosity and sexuality. However, his porn history is now only gay porn. We have never discussed this. And the concerning part is that our sex life is very lacking. He never initiates and is very withdrawn from intimacy. There was a slow decline in our sex life, and over the past two years, it has been nowhere near what I would hope it would be. Should I discuss this with him? And if so, how? I don't want to attack him or create a shameful environment. I have no idea what to do. I have the solution. I'm ready to tell it to you right now. Well, oh, you missed the part. She also added, every time he sees my vagina, he boos and gives a big thumbs down. <laughs> he flicks my bean. He goes, this is the smallest penis I've ever sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, ha- I have a foolproof plan here for her. Please. I hope she's listening. See if he wants to bring another guy into the bedroom. He will. All right, so bring another guy to the bed. You got a threesome going. The devil's threesome. Then you slowly sneak out of the bed and let those two get it on. And then as those two are are getting it on with each other, you start running and you never slow down. Yeah, you You pack your thing. You use that time to pack your things. Pack your shit. You get the fuck out of there. (laughs) Never look back. Clearly gay. <laughs> By the way, you had me at gay porn on his phone. Like, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> the funny thing was, I was on this roller coaster with her for a minute. Because I was like, hey, what if she just happened to catch it on a day where he searched something goofy? Sure. And then she goes, it's exclusively gay porn. <laughs> He's only looking at gay porn now, and he hates having sex with me. Ding, ding, ding. Is this? A- yeah, I think the mystery is solved, sweetheart. Is this Elisa Jordana's Reddit handle? Is that what we're seeing right here? <laughs> She was engaged to Andy Dick. It's uh, yeah, pretty. Similar I also to I, I catch him sucking dick every once in a while, and I just <laughs> I'm not sure. His, I'm just not sure. His breath tastes like cum every day. I, I, <laughs> what do you guys think? I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> what do you guys think about this? He he got me a strap on for Christmas. Is that weird? Is anyone else getting strap ons <laughs> as a Christmas gift? <laughs> and then he said, "Oh, that was actually just for me. I'm sorry." <laughs> All right, I have a couple of voicemails to play for us. Oh, Mike, right. uh, we don't have a voicemail line, but WATP does. So if you want yep. to leave us a voicemail, just tell us what show it's for, and uh, we'll check it out. Hey, Carl. Hey, Blind Mike. I know y'all aren't boomers, but I got a question for you. I'm about 24, 25. I don't say news media. I heard you, uh, Lorenzo, and another person say it. <laughs> Why the hell do you say news media? I'll Nobody reads anymore. How old do you have to be to read? Like, I mean, come on. Books are gay. As they say in, um, what is it, that movie, Idiocracy. Are you going to read that? Are you an F-slur? Thank you. Bye. He's not wrong. Books are gay. That is true. Now, I don't believe that news media has to do with just written journalism, though. I'm not sure. No, I would have figured. So, my can I guess? Because I'm guessing you're the one that says that. I don't think I do. I say news media. I don't know. Maybe I, I do know. I don't care. I don't. Know. But my my guess would be, like, there's sports media, there's entertainment media. Sure. I'm guessing that's the distinction. Of of course, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just to say media could mean movies. It yeah. could mean any th- type of media. Educate news, yourself, son. News media is a little more specific as to the type of media that we're talking about. But thank yeah. you for thank you for your call. Listen, we're not we're not boomers, but when are you going to shape up and get your life together? <laughs> you know when I was your age. All right, let's, <laughs> let's hear one more voicemail. 
Hey, this is uh, actually a voicemail for the WACN show. Uh, it's Mike's having trouble with his sign-off. I would like to humbly suggest that Mike's sign-off should be See You Never. Think about it. Oh, it's not back. See You Never. What do you think about that? It's not bad. It's not bad. I'm going to try it when we finish up today, I think. Okay. Well, well see, I'll see Guys, I want to prolong us finishing up. And the way I want to do that is by reading super chats from all of our fabulous chatters in the chat room here on YouTube. If you're listening to this podcast on the WATP feed, oh shit, I was supposed to set up our new feed. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, if you're listening to this podcast, you can watch us do it live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube, on the WATP YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed to that, you should be. We've been posting a lot of fun videos. I have uh, a video that's about to go up that is us looking at Tom Meyer's latest stand-up routine. It's very exciting. <laughs> yeah, he's in Hanover, Pennsylvania, and boy, is he upset about it. <laughs> he really, really <laughs> lets the audience know what a shithole he's in. Uh, I miss the days when he was in Havard de Grace. He's come such a long way. <laughs> uh, hey, it's Cleo, says uh, Carl lists great comics and forgot Vinnie Paulino. Yeah, I sure, I sure did forget to list him in the names when I said Jerry Seinfeld and George Carlin. I definitely uh, forgot that one again. He's one of the greats, in my opinion. David Chandler. Well, hey, listen, I think that Vinny's a great stand-up, and if you want to see him, go to WATPlive.com because he will be part of the stand-up showcase February 3rd, coming at the Carlson, part of DabbleCon 23. And then, uh, yeah, this was this was the one where David Chandler was helping me um, sweeten my act a little bit with my <laughs> amazing uh, impression there. You got to take that. You got to do that at DabbleCon. I know it's a stuttering John thing. It might not play with that crowd, but you got to at least work it out. I, I think I might because I'm hosting that stand-up show. <laughs> I might come out. You guys, you guys like impressions? Yeah, anybody here like impressions? <laughs> All right. Tommy D for $2 says, get a Lorenzo Areola membership on Patreon. Oh, does he Whoa. have a Patreon? Maybe I should do that. Oh. Or everybody else should. Maybe that's what we're advertising here. Our buddy uh, Funky Eskimo from the That's All Funny podcast. He's being represented by Cardiff Electric these days. I've heard, yes. He's a rising star, it seems. He is a rising star. I saw. I was watching him on a video the other day. It was on the Cardiff show. And Benny Loco called in, who was one of Southern John's moderators. I think and, I saw this, yeah. Yeah, and, and Lorenzo's just going, I don't know who the fuck anyone is. I don't know what's going on <laughs> right now. So does Lorenzo get it? Like, he's in on the joke and everything? I guess. I haven't watched much of his shit, but it seems like he's a good dude. Yeah, he de- yeah he's definitely a good dude. He's he's, uh, nice. he's taking our criticism well, oh, good. which is always good. And then Box Eating Dad says, keep... Oh, that's one of my guys. Keep clogging on Mike. Sub to VGS, RIP John Stewart. Yes, rest in peace, John Stewart. One of the great Mina fans of all time passed away. Uh, he actually passed away a couple months ago, but we were just updated yesterday about it. Very sad. Oh. All right. Well, at least it wasn't the important John Stewart. I'm glad to hear that. I was... I, he was a much fun. This John Stewart was much funnier, oh, I would say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was upset for a second there. All right. <laughs> well, that seems to be, uh, we got to do something better to get these super chats going because I, I don't think I'm selling it well. 
No, we don't. We probably, maybe we don't mention it enough. We should do it every five minutes. People every seem to like that. Every five minutes, yeah. Keep the super chats coming, people. Maybe people enjoy should, when you read it every so often. Yeah, maybe we should do like telethon style, where we just fucking right. nonstop. Like there will be no content. We will not be making with the funny until we get to this goal. <laughs> And that's what we'll start doing. Folks, yeah. there won't be another WATP until you donate a certain amount. It'll <laughs> only be WATS. Oh, I see. It's my show that I have to sacrifice. All right. <laughs> I see how it is. All right. Well, Mike, this has been a lot of fun. Yet again, uh, I always enjoy doing WATS with you. Yes, sir. People should definitely check out your projects because... I am subscribed to the Blind Mike Patreon, oh, and you, you've been putting out a lot of great content, including the Joe Matarese Part 2 of Why Are You Laughing, which yes. I found fascinating. I didn't know yeah, about all so that. so we're going to start doing, or we already did start doing exclusive Patreon episodes of Why Are You Laughing. Joe Matarese Part 2 is the first one, and that's the type of episode that we'll do like just for the Patreon like, you know, uh, part two type episodes or just kind of obscure, weird shit. Like, I think you're going to be on soon doing what has come to be known as the Pelican Brief, the big Howard Stern meeting. I can't uh, wait. I think we're doing that next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, excited to do that. So that'll be fun. So if you like stuff like that, subscribe to the Patreon if you'd be so kind or uh, just support the show for free. All the links are at blindmike.net. Beautiful. And also you can support who are these podcasts, who are these.com. So we can get links to all of our different things. This is about social media. So I'll tell you, we got a link to our Twitter. We got a link to our subreddit, the Discord server, all the fun to be had on there. And of course, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash who are these podcasts, two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you support your friend, Carl, and all of the cast of characters, producer Chris, etc. cetera. And uh, who are these podcasts? So we do appreciate that. Yes. All right. All right, Mike, should we were... should we make a guarantee on the RSS feed? Should we tell the people? Oh, are you putting me on the spot now? Yes, I am. <laughs> All right, <laughs> this week we're going to go out on WATP's RSS, but I'm going to set it. going to set up this week our new Ooh. RSS, and then we'll let people know where to find that. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mike. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, you ready to try your new sign off? See you never, folks. Who are these social? That's what this audience wants to hear. Like, whoa. I'm the one who should apologize. Folks, what you are about to see is real. With Carl. Okay, we got it. And blind mind. <laughs>